Hey y'all, my name is Shanna Towery. I am a sixth grade ELA teacher at Palmetto Public School. It's a tiny little town in Williamson, South Carolina. Um, been there almost four years, uh, almost 16 years total in education. One of the reasons I became a teacher was because of some influences that I had in my life, mainly a high school English teacher who really inspired me to um, consider going into education just because I wanted to be like her. Um, she was awesome at helping English just come to life. Um, so I always loved reading and writing. Um, started writing my own story when I was probably fifth grade. And so it didn't take much to help me love reading and writing, but the fact that she would do um, all these fun little things, we would do skits, we would do um, posters that we would make for every book that we read, we would act things out, um, like we did a Canterbury Tales, um, like a hike, we dressed up um, in the time period, and then we walked down the highway, went to a little place in the woods, told stories to each other, um, and drank mead, aka soda um, in the woods. And so it was just a lot of fun. And I wanted to be able to pass on that kind of help other people learn to love reading and writing um, in my own classroom. So what other job would I consider outside of education? Um, I think that I would probably like to do something CSI, FBI. Um, I feel like, you know, as an educator, you probably do a good bit of that. You have to, you know, determine when a kid's telling the truth, when they're lying. You have to get to the bottom of things that happen at school. And, of course, you have data and things that you have to analyze and um, kind of look deeper into to figure out what's going on and if things are successful. So, you know, some of the same skill sets, um, just no dead bodies. And that's the only part that I think I would be like... How are kids different than they were 30 years ago? So 30 years ago, 1989, I was nine. So I think that I'm able to answer this more from personal experience. Um, so I remember how kids were when I was in middle school, how my peers were, how I was, how I thought. Um, and then I see, of course, all my students that, um, you know, hundreds of students that I've had throughout the years. Um, and I have my own kids. I have three kids, uh, one who's an eighth grader, one's a fifth grader. So I think I can pretty confidently say kids really haven't changed. Um, I think that society has changed, culture has changed, um, access to information has changed, um, and that leads to different influences, a whole different ballpark of influences that kids um, have today, like through YouTube, through um, podcasts that they can listen to, through, um, you know, TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat. Like there's just so many ways, so many avenues of social media. Um, and kids are, are so adept at technology now um, that there it's just at their fingertips. And so I do think that there is a little bit of, you know, that tech addiction. Um, that is a little bit of a problem. But as far as kids themselves changing, inherently, no, they haven't really changed. Kids are kids. It's just um, that access to information that causes what we perceive as a change, um, as their influence. Teaching. Um, I would say has changed. Um, so in some ways, in some classrooms, um, some places it hasn't. Like, I think it is at different levels. It has not changed um, 
in a unified way, but there are definitely some changes out there. Um, I'm actually working on my master's right now, um, studying literacy. So we've looked in some of the classes at some of the history of teaching, how, um, the teaching of reading and writing has developed over the years, the theories of reading and writing. So there have definitely been some changes, uh, but I don't know. I don't think that it's as huge as we want to say it is, um, that we still do, you know, we still read, we still write, um, we still do math, um, we still learn history, we still learn science. Um, I think that we're more educated about strategies that we can use, reading strategies, writing strategies, um, teaching strategies um, that are more effective um, and we're more connected as teachers. And I think that there's more of a pressure to do something. Um, so if I were to talk to someone who was thinking about going into education, I would say um, make sure that you balance yourself. Um, and by that, I mean, um, balance who you are as a teacher with who you are in your personal life and try not to let those two things, um, you know, get too mixed up. Like you want to make sure that when you go home, you go home and you be you for a little while because you have to recharge. Um, otherwise you will get burnt out so fast. Um, and I find that, uh, I get a lot of, um, influence, a lot of inspiration, a lot of, of just, feeling better from listening to, um, podcasts. So if you find a podcast that you can really relate to, um, one of my favorites, Truth For Teachers, like, I just feel like it helps me recenter myself, um, uh, of who I am or who I want to be as a teacher. Um, and just to not try to take on too much because that's where teacher burnout comes or, um, you know, that, that like I said earlier about the, the pressures of seeing everything and feeling like you have to be perfect because that's what you're seeing out there. You got to remember, it's just like real life. Like not every day is perfect. Um, you know, if, if people are, we're more transparent about the bad with the good, um, and how to handle those days, then I think that there wouldn't be quite that pressure, but you know, we're, in education, I think we have a tendency to close our doors, isolate ourselves, and try to manage everything ourselves. But we got to make sure that we're looking outward to um, for that balance and seeking help when we need help, um, finding ways that we are inspired, and just overall not letting it get us down. All right, so if I could change one thing to help kids learn better, that is such a tough question because there's so many things that I um, could say, um, I really feel like our entire education system needs consideration for restructuring. Um, so as far as how we do class, um, when we meet during a day, like how long we meet for a school day, um, class sizes and the amount of, um, standardized testing that we do. Um, and that's a pretty standard answer. And, uh, I don't know what the exact answer to that is. Um, I have some ideas of what I think could work, but I don't have any research base to, to say that I know that they would work. Um, I just, I can't help that feeling like is our current system of ed education really what's best developmentally for, for kids. So, um, that's 
kind of what I would think. And those are my answers. And thanks for listening. Bye.